Amen. So, but may the Lord continue to bless you and open your eyes, give you increase in understanding concerning his word and make you to prosper in the word. Amen. And may the word of God dwell in your heart richly. We have changed our subject matter um, this week to kingdom wealth. This is the last week of the teaching we're going to be doing in the fast. But this week we're talking about kingdom wealth. The scripture that we're going to read and start off with, we got several that we're going in, but we're going to start off with a balanced scripture out of 3 John, 3 John verses uh, 1 and through 4, 3 John verses 1 through 4, and that then we're going to turn to uh, 1 Peter chapter 6, amen, chapter 6, verse 6, amen, through 10. Amen. Verse 6 through 10. First, 3 John 1 through 4. 1 Peter 6, verse 6 through 10 is going to be our foundational reading. Amen. And then from there, we'll got several other scriptures that we're going to use. Amen. 3 John chapter, no chapters. If it's just one chapter, amen, it's not um, really correct to say chapter if there's no only one. Amen. Same way with Jude. We just say Jude and then the verse. So this third John verse one through four, and this is what he says to uh, the elder, to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in, amen, be in health just as your soul prosper. For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's one of the signs of a true apostolic father, amen, an apostle's heart when the main emphasis is verse 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. Glory to God. That's John, the same writer of the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, Revelation is the same writer. Glory to God. So it's obvious that in 3rd John, this is an older John. Amen. And so the terms that he used, four times he used in the first, in that one chapter he used out of 3rd John, four times you see the endearing term beloved. Amen. Beloved. And when you go back and look in 1st and 2nd John, uh, over 10 I think 12 times you see my children, praise God. So that's that's the heart of John the Revelator, amen, not John the Baptist, amen, the writer, one of the 12 disciples, which was the, one of the young, the younger, the youngest disciple, amen, the author of the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and the book of Revelation, praise God, amen. So 1st Timothy 6, beginning in verse 6, he says, now godliness with contentment is great gain. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Amen. Having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which draw men into destruction and predation. For the love of money is the root of all evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness 
and to pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Amen. Praise God. Uh, tonight, I want to talk about three major pitfalls of wealth. Three major pitfalls of wealth. Amen. But the key, to, amen, uh, to the teaching about becoming wealthy has to have balance. The key to the teaching and becoming wealthy, amen, has to have balance and I should add priority. Amen. Um, we should not swing, beloved, to any extreme when we start dealing with or teaching about wealth. We should not teach. It's the will of God for us to be poor. And then on the opposite end, we shouldn't swing, amen, and teach some extremities about what it means to be rich. Amen. So the key that we're starting with tonight, amen, is balance. The believer, amen, has to have balance. There's been some controversy about kingdom about kingdom wealth and all of that, I believe uh, that our wealth potential and manifestation uh, will go right along with our level of maturity and growth so that, amen, what we received and what we have possessed don't possess us and then make a, a shame and a fool out of us. Glory to God. Amen. The key is about balance. Amen. The other thing that I think is important to stay to set the course is that it is the will of God for kingdom citizens to be wealthy. It is the will of God for the king, for kingdom citizens to be wealthy. Amen. I believe that when we have balance and priorities, and our heart is correct, God can trust us with much more so that, amen, we don't fall into great pitfalls because of wealth. Amen. Because of wealth. Psalm 62 and uh, verse 10 says, amen, do not, amen, do not trust in oppression, nor vainly rob your, vainly, a vainly hope in robbery. Amen. The B part of that is our point. If riches increase, don't set your heart on them. Amen. Didn't say not having, but when they do increase, don't let our heart shift. That's the point that we are making on, that we're going to make on tonight. First John Amen. The second, first John, third John, I'm sorry, the second verse, amen, uh, tells us that it's the will of God for us to prosper on three levels. Amen. That we ought to prosper financially, physically, and spiritually. We ought to prosper financially, our physical body prosper, our spiritual body should prosper. Glory to God. We should be in good health. Praise the name of the Lord. Kingdom citizens, praise God, ought to practice Amen, being in good health. There's one part God to play, and there's another part that we have to play. Again, the key to all of this is balance. Amen, the key to all of this is balance. There's one part God would play. There's another part that we have to play in regard to physical health. Amen. The one part we have to play with is making, making uh, informed decisions about what we eat and informed decisions about what we drink the time of the day, all of that, so that we don't get 10 years down the road, down the road have all these ailments, and then uh, we're praying different kind of prayers. Amen. So purpose, we have to do our part. Then God is going to do our part. It's called discipline, self-control. Amen. So the key right here, beloved, is uh, balance. Kingdom citizens are witty people. 
Kingdom citizens are crafty, full of creative ideas and inventions, amen, with wealth-gaining potential. Amen. Kingdom citizens are witty people, very knowledgeable, praise God, crafty, full of creative inventions and wealth-gaining potential. Why? Why are we like that? Because our Father is like that. Amen. The psalmist say that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Amen. Amen. My father, he owns the cattle on a, cattle on a thousand hills. The silver and gold is his. Amen. And since we were created in his likeness and in his image, praise God, we have within us by the power of the Holy Spirit, wealth gaining potential. We have wealth gaining potential. We are witty people. Kingdom people are crafty. Kingdom people are very creative, full of inventions and wealth gaining potential. Kingdom citizen. And I'm not talking about just on an eight to five Monday through Friday. We have within us creatorial abilities, amen, that will provide us with wealth gaining potential. Glory to God. Amen. But, amen. but the Lord want us to have a balance as well. Amen. He, he promised us, amen, uh, wealth. As a matter of fact, why would God, amen, tell us in Malachi to uh, not rob him of the tithe, but amen, if you if you trust him in this, that he'll open up the window of, of heaven, pour you out blessing, you won't have room enough to receive it. Amen. It is the will of God for kingdom citizens, amen, to represent the king and the kingdom, amen, in the right way. Glory to God. We shouldn't look like peasants. We may come in looking like that, but as the time go on, as time go on and we follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, amen, you, you, you can just in our lifetime observe where we've come from and where you are right now, amen. As kingdom citizens, it is the will of God that we elevate, that we increase. How well you do it, how quick we do it, it depends on, amen, how fast we yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit, walk in faith, and believe that it's the will of God for us, amen, to prosper. It is God's will for us to prosper in every way, amen, physically, financially, as well as, amen, uh, spiritually. It's the will of God for us, praise God, but we have to develop balance. There are things that was put in place in the earth realm about money, about banking, about finances, all of that thing that we should take complete advantage of as well as our prayer life and studying the word. Here's the key word again, balance. Glory to God, amen, and understanding how to handle monies. Understand how to handle monies and the voice of monies. Glory to God, amen. So we can't we can't just uh, rely totally on well, the Lord going to do this and the Lord going to do that. No, there, there is work that we have to do to walk in this kingdom wealth. Glory to God. Amen. So tonight, there are three major pitfalls to avoid, amen, while we are walking in this wealth of the Lord. Three major pitfalls that we should avoid. Amen. It is the will of God for us to be, to be wealthy. It's the will of God for us to gain wealth, amen. But at the same time, <clears throat> there are pitfalls 
that we have to be careful of, amen, before uh, we gain wealth. Here's the other thing. 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter says, amen, that is required of stewards that they be found faithful. It is required of stewards that they be found faithful. If God can uh, exercise your thought life to learn discipline, how to handle monies with, amen, $1,000 a week, praise God, then he can release doors to be open, amen, ideas to be, come to your spirit so that your wealth and that your income potential increase because what? You were faithful over a few things. Now he can make you rule over much more. Amen. So we got to get management down as well as possession. We have to have a mind to manage as well as possessions. Glory to God. Amen. So we have to have, here's the key word again, beloved, balance, and we must understand priority. Amen. The Lord told um, Israel through Moses in Deuteronomy 8, amen, that they were going to be wealthy, that they, gonna, they, they, that they were going to, amen, occupy houses that they didn't build, they're going to have vineyards that they didn't plant, amen, they were going to be wealthy and they were going to dwell in paneled homes that they didn't build, amen, glory to God. When you come into your season, things just happen, glory to God, hallelujah, amen. But here's the key word, beloved, balance, it's the key word. So God says to, and I'm turning to Deuteronomy 8, verses 11 through 20, and this is what God says uh, to the children of Israel through Moses. This is Moses' last book, amen, um, Deuteronomy. Here's the setting. Israel is about to cross over the Jordan River. They're about to go in and possess the promised land. Uh, uh, Joshua is going to be that leader. Israel is going to go in, possess. They're going to have to fight, but they'll possess the land that's the term flowing with milk and honey means a land that can sustain great men, a great amount of people, and they be wealthy. That's what the term the land flowing with milk and honey means. Amen. So they're on the threshold. Amen. They're on the verge of crossing over. This is the last leg of the wandering. All of the other challenges have been overcome. Now we're ready to go in. Here's the setting. Amen. Uh, here's the principle. Moses is commanding Israel and telling them in Deuteronomy uh, that this is how you're to act so you can be blessed. Why? Amen. Before you go into the promise. Amen. So he says, you got to have a mindset, a blessed mindset before blessings. Amen. Can, can be in your possession. Amen. You got to have a blessed mindset Amen. A mind to manage wealth before you actually possess it. Glory to God. If you believe in God for kingdom wealth through witty ideas, through creative inventions, amen, through uh, uh, craftiness that are our own, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we must first begin to practice a mindset to manage what, amen, what the Lord is about to release. Amen. If you believe in a million-dollar invention, you, we, start, we must start developing a million-dollar mindset. Amen. Because the Bible says that a fool and his monies are soon, amen, uh, separated. Amen. Deuteronomy 8 and 11 says, Beware that you don't forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, his statutes, 
amen, which I command you this day. Forget God. Then like, no, nah, we can't forget God. Here's what he means. Forget me by acting like you don't know me by not keeping my word. Amen. Least when you have eaten in a fool and you have built beautiful houses and dwell in them and your herds and your flocks multiply, your silver and your gold are multiplied. And all that you have is multiplied when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in where in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty lands where there is no water, who brought water out of the flint rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he may humble you, that he may test you to do good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and my might and the might of my hands have gained me this wealth. Verse 18, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that you may be that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to the Father, as it is this day. Then it shall be, if you by any means forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you will sure, you shall surely perish as the nations which the Lord destroyed because before you, so you shall so you shall perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Glory to God. So the first thing, amen, that we have to be careful of. Amen. Wealth should never cause the believer to abandon their love for God. Amen. Forgetting God. Wealth should never cause the believer to abandon their love for God. Hallelujah. Wealth should never cause us to abandon our love for God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And, 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 and so God is intending for Israel to be wealthy. He is intending, amen, for them. He, the wealth at that time was measured in herd and flock, amen. Of course, we understand silver and gold, amen, but the land and all that we kind of don't get nowadays because things are, have changed a lot, amen. But, but, but that is a picture of people who are very wealthy, amen. But he says, if you forget me, glory to God, amen, I'm the one that brought you out. I'm the one that led you through that great and terrible wilderness. I'm the one that brought you water from a rock and fed you manna from heaven. I'm the one that blessed you. Amen. Don't you get beside yourself, get wealth, your heart be lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Glory to God. Amen. So pitfall number one to avoid. Amen. Wealth should never cause the believer to abandon their love for God. Amen. So, again, the, the point that I'm making tonight has to do with balance. God wants us to have balance. The second thing that is uh, necessary, amen, is greed. Praise God. We pitfall to avoid. Number two is greed. Amen. Praise God. Uh, uh, all work, I mean, I'm, talking about, I'm sorry, wealth should be for the advancement of the kingdom Amen. And for the glory of God. All wealth should be used for the advancement of the kingdom and for the glory of God. Should never be a point 
of manipulation. In the second Corinthians chapter 12, praise God, verse 14 and 15. I love this verse because it puts balance back into the offering and giving, amen, to the men and women of God. It put balance back into it. Glory to God. Amen. That's the key word for us tonight, balance. Praise God. Yes, let me say in advance, you ought to sow into your leadership. Yes, you ought to be a, a blessing. Amen. Yes, you ought to put something to the side. Amen. But here's the balance. 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 14. Now, for the third time, I'm ready to come to you. And I will not be a burden to you. For I do not seek yours, but you. Amen. Paul says, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned with your yours, your stuff. Amen. But what I want is you. Glory to God. For children ought not to lay up for parents, but parents for children. For, chi for the children ought not lay up for parents, but parents for children. Amen. And I will gladly spend and be spent for your soul. Though the more abundantly I love you, the less I'm loved. Glory to God. Paul says, listen, amen, I'm not about your stuff. I'm not trying to be your friend to get your money. I'm not about that. I'm about you. And here's the deal that we started off with. It's about, amen, balance and priorities. He says, my priorities, first of all, is not your stuff. And you have to understand Corinth and all the jibber-jabber that went along with Paul working and not working and all of that. Praise God. But he says, listen, it's no big thing to me, man. I'm not going to, I do not want to be burdensome to you. Now, the church at Philippi did something totally different. So what's the point? Well, you are, uh, well, you allow yourself to be robbed in one place. God will make up the difference in the next place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The key right here is balance. And Paul says, I'm not, I refuse to let finances come in into a place where it stops the kingdom from advancing. Hallelujah. Balance. I refuse to allow finances. I work myself with my own hands. Paul was a tent maker. Amen. Amen. Doesn't didn't mean he didn't have the right to. It did not mean he did not have the right to. But what he says, the, the gospel is priority. And amen, I'm not seeking yours, your possessions, your stuff. But you, for children are not left for the parents, but parents for the children. He said, and I will very gladly spend and be spent for your soul. Glory to God. Amen. Philippians, the second chapter, he said, I'm ready to be poured out as a drink offering on the service for your behalf. It's really about you, beloved. Hallelujah. So kingdom people should always keep God people first. Never rob, strip people Again, it's about balance. Does this get you off the hook? Absolutely not. But from the matter is a matter of the heart. The matter is a matter of the heart. Amen. It's about, it's about greed. It's about greed. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs 15 and 27. Amen. It says this. He who is greedy for gain trouble his own house. But he who hates bribe will live. I'm going to read that again. Who is greedy for gain? Trouble his own house. That they man, that's that inordinate desire for gain, for 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 monies. Amen. Greed, greed brings grief to the whole house. That greedy for money. Should we have finances? Should we have wealth? 
Yes. Should we have possessions and houses and much land? Yes. Glory to God. But here's the deal. Amen. We have to allow the Holy Spirit, amen, to, amen, janitor, monitor our heart so that our, uh, our God-given potential don't turn into something destructive. Our God-given right and potential should not turn into something destructive. Glory to God. That's, that's number two. Number three, amen, we should be avoid pitfall number three, becoming proud. Amen. Becoming proud. Amen. We should possess wealth, but wealth should not possess us. Amen. We should possess wealth, but wealth should not, glory to God, possess us. Thank you, Father. Amen. Psalm 62, amen, in 10, that B part says, amen, if riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Amen. Do not set your heart on them. Praise God. In the book of Daniel, the third chapter, uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar had a dream about a tree being chopped down. Gave all this other description, but in the end it was chopped down. Its, its root was chained to the ground and the dream was about the end of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar and his son taking over. That's the root. Amen. The dream is about the end of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. A year had passed. Amen. 11 months. Almost a year had passed. Nothing happened to Nebuchadnezzar. So he sits on the, amen, standing out on the balcony of the kingdom, looking over, surveying the kingdom from, I mean, standing out on the balcony in the palace, looking above, seeing all that he's done. And he said within himself, amen, is this not my kingdom? Is this not, amen, from the work of my own hand? Glory to God. Amen. Is this not mine? For I built it and I and the Bible says, while the word was in his mouth, a voice came from heaven, amen, and pronounced that judgment on Nebuchadnezzar, and he did exactly what the prophecy said. His hair grew that looked like eagle, eagles, uh, like eagles' feathers. He had claws, amen. He ate grass, amen. In his glory, his splendor, his senses were driven from him, and he laid out in the field like a wild animal. Until he until the time come for repentance, glory to God, Amen. So becoming pride filled, money should not change our character to the extent we become prideful and we do more boasting and Amen and bragging about what we have rather than advancing the kingdom and God getting glory. Again, the issue is about balance. It is about priority. Glory to God. Amen. Now, if God bless you and you move from the hood to uptown, you can't have a hood mentality uptown. Amen. Praise God. So you got to, when your wealth increase, your knowledge of how to possess wealth has to increase. Amen. So here's the deal. You can't have a hood mentality if God, amen, allow you into a better, uh, I say uptown, but into a better neighborhood. Praise God. You can't take that same mindset into that, praise God, because it's not the will of God for us to act like we, amen, to, to lack of better words, we're poor in our poor neighborhood when we, when we have been elevated, amen. So again, it's about balance. And I believe that our mentality, our psyche, our mindset, our wisdom ought to grow in equal, to some degree, equal to our wealth 
gift gathering and potential so that when we get wealth, that we don't act so that it becomes uh, a, uh, a disgrace to the name of Christ. How about that? That's the word. A disgrace to the name of Christ because this wealth has um, drove us mad. Amen. Wealth, amen, can drive you mad. Praise God. And so we want to stay humble. That's what I'm thinking about. Humble. And we want to stay God people. We want to keep our focus on the kingdom advancing, God being glorified in all that we do. Our heart is yet still on God. If riches increase, we're still set on God. Glory to God. We're not going to get a great, we're not going to get great monies, great wealth, become rich. And then all of a sudden, we don't work on weekends. Now, neither do we work. We don't go to church. We don't worship. Amen. We're not going down there to those churches that are unseemly. Well, we weren't unseemly when you was broke. Glory to God. Amen. So when wealth, when riches increase, don't set your heart up on them. Praise God. If you was praising God like a madman when you was when you didn't have as much, praise God. We ought to praise the Lord. Amen. Even after wealth increase. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Here's the key word. Amen. And I'm done. Amen. Balance. And priorities. Balance and priority. It is the will of God. And I'm going to teach this like a madman for the next two days. It's the will of God for us to be prosperous. But at the same time, there are pitfalls that we want to avoid and not allow our spirit and our mind and our attitude to, to change neg negatively. Amen. As a result of what we possess. Amen. As a result of what we possess, we should not, amen, we should be content, amen, with, and with godliness, and to that, beloved, is great gain, amen, that is great gain, amen. So it is the will of God for us to uh, leave a amen, an inheritance to the next generation, amen, to leave an inheritance to the next generation. And I think that we are uh, kind of behind as a people in regard to inherited wealth, in regard to inherited wealth, we're behind, amen, some of the people, amen, because of the times that we live in in the United States of America, praise God. But I assure you, we are becoming more and more responsible in regard to that, amen. We're becoming more and more responsible in regard to leaving an inheritance that are blessed, amen, to the, to the first, second, and maybe even the third generation, Praise God. Amen. So I, my time is up tonight. I just wanted to lay that down as a foundation so that if you hear me speak the rest of the week, praise God, I'm going to be talking about kingdom wealth, but always have in your mind, I'm still talking about balance as well. Amen. Balance and priorities as we possess the things that God has given us. Amen. We want to possess it, but we don't want it to possess us. Praise God. We don't want it to possess us, and we start acting in pride-filled ways. We start acting, amen, in greedy ways and not keeping our eye on the prize. Glory to God. Deuteronomy 8, amen, he says, in the day that you forget me, amen, your heart is lifted up by not keeping my commandments, my judgments, and my statute. Praise God. When you're full and you build beautiful houses and you dwell in them, then your herd and your flock will increase and multiply. Your silver and gold is multiplied. Amen. Don't forget me. I'm the one that brought you, amen, from bondage. I'm the one that led you through the wilderness, whatever, these terrible fiery serpents and scorpions. 
than the land that was no water. I'm the one that fled you, fed you, amen, manna from heaven, water from the flint rock, amen. I'm the, I'm the one responsible for your journey being successful, amen. Don't, amen. God said, don't let, do not say in your heart, my power and my strength have gained me this wealth. Glory to God, for it is he that gives us power to give wealth that we may, that he may establish his covenant, amen, which he swore to his father, Abraham, our fathers, as it is this day. Praise God. But if you by any means forget the Lord, if you by any means forget him, praise God, amen, and serve and worship other gods, that he'll treat us as he did the other nations. Glory to God. And so uh, the focus, amen, the point that we're making tonight is about balance in our life, and it is about priorities. Amen. We always keep God first, keep people, amen, in light of that. And then praise God, give God glory for everything that we do in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you. I thank you, God. We magnify you. You alone are worthy. Father, we give you praise tonight for what you're doing in the midst of your people. Thank you, Father, for kingdom advancement. Thank you, Father, for kingdom wealth. It is, it is, your, it is your will for us to prosper in all things and be in good health as our soul prosper. We receive it tonight. We purpose to walk in it. We give you glory for all witty inventions, for craftiness, for uh, for creative inventions with wealth gaining potential. We bless you, God, and we give you praise and glory. It's in your name that we, we, we rejoice. In Jesus' name, amen.